Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode number 36. Welcome to Positive Productivity Podcast, where we empower our audience to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success, especially in the face of adversity. Listen in as our guests reveal their stories of challenges and hurdles and how they overcame defeat and became triumphant in their endeavors. Let's get motivated and move forward with your host, Kim Sutton. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton. And today I am thrilled to have Carrie Morgan from 21st Century Blueprint with us. Welcome, Carrie. Hi, how are you? Oh, I am having an awesome day. I don't usually like to date episodes like this, but as we were just talking, we're just coming back from the Thanksgiving holiday in 2016 and it's Monday and it's the first day I've worked in five days, so... I don't think I've ever taken this long off, but how were your holidays? They were wonderful. I'm multiplying them. (laughs) Yeah, I love, I have a holiday every day, right? It was gorgeous. (laughs) Well, I think I start to put Black Friday in as a holiday. I don't, I can't explain it. Like people Mm -hmm. look at Black Friday almost more than they look at Thanksgiving sometimes. But Carrie is a holistic mindset mentor. She helps female entrepreneurs and leaders get out of their cluttered minds and into their life with positive focused and aligned actions. I absolutely love that, Carrie. Can you explain that more to listeners and take us on a journey on how you got to where you are today? Sure. So the mindset mentors is really helping women step into their power, right? Everyone's like, I want to find my purpose and I want to change the world. And they haven't even figured out how to start, right? Um, Most of us realize that the day that we live is becoming a habit. So what happens is we don't see where we're losing time in our day, what's going wrong or what's going right in our day. We just keep doing the same thing as it's automated, like brushing our teeth. So how to bring into the the life that you desire into your day, because every day you live at the same day over and over and over, your habits just kind of fall into place. But you want to start creating a mindset shift and start to bring in what you want so that day becomes a reality within a couple months or a couple years as you consistently take aligned actions. So what got me on this path was realizing in life, we were entrepreneurs for 20 years and just so many things had happened to us. And I'm like, how do everyday people deal with this? I mean, how do people just have to nine to five, have to deal with not creating their life, but making sure that they're reacting to everything around them, but having no say in what's going forward in their life. How do they deal with all the stress and all the overwhelm? And from being an entrepreneur, you are allowed to create your day, but you're also allowed to change each day because you have to adjust. You have to pivot to what's coming in, you know, to your existence, to your company. And so what happened was we owned an MMA business for five years and that kind of fell apart due to some minor things that, you know, was our values were coming up against the fence with a person that worked at the state. And so we stayed in our values and he didn't like our values. Right. So (laughs) I'll make it simple. And so from there, 
he didn't renew our license because he didn't like the growth that we were seeing in our business. So what happened with that moving forward, I realized that I didn't want someone else to have control of my business in the form that we worked so hard all those years for him to say, no, you're not going to be doing any more in this state. So that made me shift to realizing more people need help with their mindset and their performance and what they want to create in their life, you know, because skill cannot be taken away from you. And I learned a lot from the fighters where they would be in the ring and they've been doing years of training and you would think one person would lose and then they would win. They would win from that inner self-belief and that drive. So, learning from that and bringing that more into this holistic mindset and letting people understand the process that they need to live in the 21st century. So that's why my company is named 21st Century Blueprint, because I want people to get out of the mindset of the 90s and the 80s and really step fully into their power. So that's a quick little story of (laughs) how I started and why I'm here to help mentor for millions of people. I love every second of that, especially because even as an entrepreneur, it can be so easy to wander down a path following other people where our beliefs and our values may not be put to the forefront just because we're trying to walk in the shadows and maybe step over other people to succeed. And it's not in our best interest. It's not following our passions, but especially in the online community, we see other people succeeding and we think we have to do whatever is possible sometimes. So I love that you stuck to your values and it's unfortunate though, that it didn't, that it came to the close that it did for you, but it sounds like it has definitely been a fantastic journey for you and for the lives that you're impacting now. Yes. So what are some of the biggest habits that you see that need to be revised? Um, I know you were talking about mindset and getting your mindset in order is often just a huge hurdle. I mean, you can't even call it a bump in the road. Sometimes it's more like a brick wall that people need to plow down to get ahead. But what do you see as being one of the biggest habits that people need to start breaking and reworking when they come to you? Biggest habit is focus, right? Focus on understanding your intuition or that thought that you get and take an aligned action right then. Because we do get a message or a download of what we should be doing or where our courage is or where our highest self is, giving us hints all the time. When we start to get in alignment with those thoughts, we start to see these synchronicities or almost, you know, opportunities open up all the time. And what happens is people ask a ton of questions, right? Why isn't this happening? Why is this going this way? Why? But they don't listen to their answer, the answers that are all around them, you know, being aware. So, The things that I like to focus on is self-love, self-awareness, and self-discipline. When we get those three lined up, then you really start to feel that confidence and that courage 
and understanding what it takes to be on this spiritual journey because being an entrepreneur is a spiritual journey. It will test you and it will make you feel like you want to jump ship almost every day. So you really do need to truly understand that process, but you need to be in alignment with yourself and your core values on your belief. That took me four years, almost four years to become in alignment with myself because I was chasing other other people's dreams instead of my own and other people's purposes. And after that happened, it was like a cartoon where you see the light shining down from the heavens and it was truly, ah, you know, I could hear yeah. the magical bells or, or the, the magical tune singing out from the heavens. <laughs> so true. I just have to ask, because listening to you explain this, I have to ask, have you ever recorded any type of meditations or affirmations that people can listen to? And this is not something, listeners, that we talked about at all. So I have no idea what Carrie is going to respond. But you have such a soothing quality in your voice. And I listen to meditations all the time. But if I were to listen to you talking about finding your courage and stepping into your power, I just have to say, I mean, I would be totally enraptured and listening and building up my courage. Yeah, you know, that's a great point because we were just talking about me being outside in nature and what happened out there was I was, you know, creating in my head, how do I increase my income, you know, in this journey that I'm doing? What type of products do I still need to do? Like I do summits with women also that I let everyday women get on and tell their journey so you can see how their day is. So you can say, if she can do it, I can do it. So I've been building up these summits. But when I was out there, I was like, you need to do a meditation, right? And it keeps coming to me and I keep ignoring, like, like you've said, just listen to, you know, <laughs> your voice. And so that is actually on my list because it had came to me before, but almost everyone that I do a podcast with says that to me. So I definitely know that I need to package this. So this is something that I have to do. And that was actually on my list to do this week. So I'm so glad you mentioned it because as I was outside, this is a perfect reminder of me saying, yes, make sure this gets done for the holidays because I have something out there that I say self-care for the holidays, which is a process of you being fully taking care of yourself during the holidays. So you feel that love that's out there right now in this season. Oh, I definitely think that you need to listen to to yourself and to everybody else who keeps on saying. And when you get those done, you need to come back and tell me so that listeners can go and download it because I am not, I am sure that I am not alone, that I and listeners will download and buy and what have you, whatever you put out. Listeners, I just want to let you know that you can find show notes at thecamstutton.com forward slash PP036 for episode 36. And when Carrie does release her meditations and any other products that we talk about, which I'm sure we'll get into shortly, but you can find any of those links right there. And again, that's thecamstutton.com forward slash PP036. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. 
I'm going to hold you to that, just so you know. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely, I probably will do it tonight after I do some yoga and I just, I'm usually in a good space. It's just a certain time. I need the house to be quiet and just, I'll probably just do it right on Zoom and I'll be good to go. <laughs> I'll upload some free ones to YouTube first. Awesome. So what do you find tends to clutter the minds of female entrepreneurs and leaders more than anything else? Yes. So that's a great question, you know, going forward, because we're living in the world of distraction right now. And what the main thing I see is comparison or comparing yourself to what other people are doing. And that could be almost a block because what you're doing is you're comparing to what you don't have and more or less thinking you're not enough. Why aren't I there? What's going on? And, you know, just being online, you get so enthralled and going down and looking and reading in everyone's story. I mean, it's good and encouraging to know that other people's stories are out there. But when you get in the mindset of, okay, why don't I have this? Why does she get so many likes? What is going on? And you're in the negative part of that energy instead of being in, oh, how can I achieve more of an audience in my community by using her strategies? You know, so you can see the difference in the thoughts and what happens with people online. And, you know, we're comparing to an outside visual sense of what they're showing us. In reality, we really don't know what's going on in their life. So what more women need to understand is a process of coming from a sense of confidence, but a sense of love for yourself and what you're doing and how you're helping your community. And when you come from that place, you know, you don't get caught up in those situations and those thoughts of not being good enough. And I think most women do feel like they don't know where to start. So they're searching all over to figure out where to start when they just need to go and start within and just take an action, right? Because they get so caught up on, oh, I'm going to do this program. I'm going to do this. Instead of just starting, you get so caught in the research and the learning and the absorbing, you know, information that clutters your mind. So then you kind of Hold yourself from taking action. If you set up your day to take five actions a day, then they multiply and they multiply and they multiply, you know, but I say five actions being five focused actions, like what I'll do if I'm doing Mondays will be public, I'll be anything online or promoting or, you know, advertising me. So that's all like content and all that kind of stuff just goes on one day. And, you know, sometimes I'll break it down, but staying focused on just doing one thing, grow you in that process because you get in the flow. So let me give you an example. I was on Entrepreneur on Fire, but what I have learned about him before I went on there was how he has created success, but how he has created a podcast or just, you know, his everyday is he does eight interviews in one day. 
and that's the only day he does them. So what that does is it keeps him in the flow, but it keeps his other days open. But I have known about this before, but I wanted people to understand how you grow and you keep your momentum going within. I hope that made sense because I could have been. (laughs) Oh, no, it absolutely made sense. Even starting out my podcast, I had my whole week open for people who wanted to make appointments to get on. And it was creating havoc in my week because I couldn't block. I couldn't focus on anything else at any given time. I had to switch from client work to podcast recording. So yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, that's a good point. Like you said, the switching and it is the real point is that your mind needs to stay focused. And we've learned this over the years. Like, um, so I'll give you an example. What I did with the fighters was I had to do all the paperwork to the state for the fighters. So that's 30 fighters, four pieces of paper each. And that's, you know, two fighters for each fight. So that's 60 fighters. And that's four pieces of paper that have to be approved before they can even fight. (laughs) So what I would do is just go through that process of, you know, one day would be calling on them, seeing if all their stuff's done, you know what I mean? And trying to get all that task done until it's completely done and then go to something else. So that's an example of just blocking a set of time or putting a four hour time space around your situation, finishing it, and then, you know, saying, okay, great. Now I can do this other thing fully. And it also makes you feel like you accomplished and you got stuff done when you're not switching. Oh, absolutely. Have you read Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy? I have not. I'm going to write that down right now. (laughs) It's a book about procrastination. And I have to admit, I've had big issues with procrastination, but he talks about how tackling tasks and checking them off. I believe he said it gives you an adrenaline rush. I'm not awesome about hormones and all of that. So I can't remember if it was adrenaline or which one. I'll have to look that up. However, it becomes contagious. So as you find yourself tackling more and more, you you just want to do it more and more. And I can see that because the more I get off my list, the more I, I just want to keep on plowing through all the additional pages of to-do lists. As far as that goes, when somebody does have a three-mile long <laughs> list of tasks that they want to get done or goals that they want to meet, that can definitely contribute into a cluttered mind. Do you have a way that you recommend people keeping their lists small or Right. Unintimidating, I should say. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when you're an entrepreneur, you always have a list and you have to say to yourself, what is really going to plummet my business or myself? You know, like I'll say, like Todd Herman says, he always says, what price is that task that you're doing? And so a lot of women do the smaller tasks because they feel like, oh, I can do that. You know, they're not having the confidence of doing the bigger tasks that are scarier. So they find themselves hanging out in the smaller tasks or the tasks that really aren't doing anything for your business. You know, like someone's not going to really matter. It's not going to really matter if it's not perfect, right? We stay in that perfect zone before you can get it out. And the smaller tasks, oh, let me make sure that my website has this, this, and this before. Like people barely read your whole website, you know? So there's a lot of things that 
people really need to focus more on. And when you do have a bigger task, you need to do the five things that are going to shake you up and scare you like to no end, like reaching out to an influencer, right? Learning how to connect, learning how to be seen in, you know, Mind Body Green or a publication that you will get clients, learning how to really understand a process so that it's an automated system that your clients come to you and you from there that process it leads them through a funnel that you they get to know you and they become your client so only working on things that end up with a almost a not I want to say yeah with currency at the end right where you're receiving money or you're giving your service whether you're you know an entrepreneur or your product and so you need to work on the tasks that are going to fulfill the other things so you can delegate the smaller tasks so you always want to go with the top five things you know we always have tasks right but Go with the top five things that are going to either make you better at speaking or make you better if you want to be a speaker or make you better at selling your product or make you better in sales. Because when it comes down to it, we are always selling. So you're either selling your husband to marry you, you're selling your kids to do your homework. There's always a process. So you need to learn how to build that or your personality into the way you sell. I think that's really fascinating. I mean, and we met in 90 day year and that was something, the $10 activity versus the $1,000 activity. And then there's various levels in between. That was a huge eye opener for me. Even sending my kids to daycare was something I realized I don't need to be doing that. I don't need to have my kids underfoot. What is the difference going to be in income and in my potential if I just get them out of here during the day? And you wouldn't think it would be such a big change. It really was. And then also offloading things like the yard work and chores around the house. I mean, the kids love it because they get to make money. And I love it because I can focus on the types of tasks you were talking about rather than doing dishes. Yeah. And, you know, it creates better habits in your family also. Oh, absolutely. So what does a typical day look like in your life? Is there a typical day? Yeah, well, this depends on what's working. So like as an entrepreneur, you're pivoting, right? But you're doing things that like if I'm doing the summit, my day would be consistent of interviews, right? And setting up or telling your team what to do. So it it definitely depends. But for me, what I like to do, I'll give you a, a modest type of day. So I like to get up and start my day with just saying thank you because I'm alive and I'm breathing. So I definitely go into that gratitude. I do some visualization on what I feel I need for that day. What type of energy do I need to bring in? Do I need to be in an energy of love? Do I need to be in an energy of gratitude or receiving, right? thankfulness, you know, what type of disciplines do I need to? So I really sit with that and I just close my eyes and I kind of visualize it out. Um, Just like you're reading a book and you can kind of see the whole scene that's playing out in the story. You need to do that with your life. And every day when you wake up, getting in that zone of, I just say, I'm thankful for my sheets, my bed, you know, like little things. I go from there. I do walk my dog, not every day, but I will walk her. So that's automatic in there. And then I will have a day that I map out where 
um, if I know the day before, the night before I'll map out, I need to, you know, what is that called? Oh, so I need to pitch, pitch to magazines, pitch to online publications, um, or write an article. So that is some type of thing. Content gets my thoughts clear by getting them out of my mind. And then I'll take a couple hours and I'll say, how am I increasing my income? And I will work on, you know, a process. So whether that is a funnel, whether that is doing a pot, a post with a call to action, emailing my list with a call to action on, you know, a sell or some special I'm coming in or, you know, touch and base with clients that I need to follow up with or close or, you know, anything like that will be in that time frame. And then every day at four, I would say, 4, 4.30 to 5.36 is cooking dinner and eating, right? <laughs> That's a non-negotiable unless my son has sports, but those are the time frames that I get that stuff done. And then after that, I do some light reading, you know, but it's mostly encouraging myself. And at night, I definitely think about what do I need to do the next day? And like I said, it's depending on what, I'm working on. So if I'm doing a summit, that's like a four week thing. Um, if I'm doing like a course or I'm building a course, you know, there's videos and stuff. So every day is a little bit different, but I do try to bring them into processes where I feel like I'm doing two or three sales tasks a day. And this took me a lot to understand. I mean, running a other, when you're running a business as an entrepreneur, no matter what business is it, Every business is different, I think, right? You still have the foundation, but you still have to structure what that business is going to be like for you, whether that's a service or a product, you know, but you have to feel that emotion behind your business. What are you reading right now? I am, I just got done reading and the novel was... Okay, so I have to figure out what it was. Okay, so it's just a series and <laughs> I don't read a lot of like business business books. So this one, I needed a break and it was actually a, what is it? It's like a vampire series, <laughs> but it is amazing. And I haven't read it in like a year. So I was like, you know what? I went to the bookstore and it was just like a nice paperback. And I said, let me just read it. So I just finished it. It's like the Brotherhood Dagger series, but I've read all of them and I was like, I missed a couple books. So I was like, you know what? I think I need to just let my body release, you know, and just go into a storyline. So <laughs> that was a good one. But every day I read How to Be the Psychology of Winning. And that is like, it's about 10 page, not even 10 little short pages or five pages. And it just tells you about positive self-assurance, self-discipline, self-awareness. It really ingrains habits that you can do every day to stay in alignment. So I do read that one a lot. The, the psychology are, of winning? Yes. Okay. Both the vampire series and the psychology of winning will be in the show notes. And I have to admit, when I read, I love sci-fi or fantasy as well. So, and actually my boys went to a Renaissance festival a few, about a month ago, I guess, and came home with a print that just happened to be from my favorite book series and they didn't even know about it. <sighs> so, and I just actually came across the books in a box in my basement this weekend. So I think it's time to 
bring them back out because I have been reading way too much. And some listeners may be wondering, how could it be too much? I've been reading way too many business and entrepreneurial and self-help and personal development, professional development. Like I haven't given myself a break to read nonfiction in a while. And I think it's about time. So thank you. Yeah, it definitely, because it lets you let go, right? It lets you to that point of just letting go and being like, you know what? Everything's going to work out. And that book just lets you unwind. And that's what I needed. So when I'm walking the dog, I'll take the book with me and I'll get that process of just being outside and just reading and enjoying that moment. I actually watched the whole entire Hunger Games series this weekend. Oh, you did? (laughs) Yes, I have not. I usually have a rule that I won't watch movies unless I've read the books and I haven't read the books, but I have not sat down and watched a movie in forever. And I watched all four. I couldn't believe it, but I felt so relaxed and so rejuvenated coming into today. Awesome. And ready to take on whatever the rest of this year has to offer and all of 2017. Seriously, bring it on. Exactly. Right. Do you journal? Yes. So I didn't tell you that my day because, you know, I want to say that I journal every day, but that is something that I really want to get into. And I feel like when I'm on point with that, things move a lot faster. But when I feel like, okay, I want to go journal and then I get there and something happens and there's no way. So what I'll do is mentally set those intentions in my head. Why is this happening? Not why is this happening, but what will it take for me to get to this point or I am, I choose this, you know, so I will run those, what I want to journal in my head, but I do journal. I want to say that I would love to do them every day, but I have not. And when I do do them every day, I definitely see a big shift. So I definitely, that's one thing I need to bring back into my process. I'm going through that myself right now. I want to journal every day and I actually want to journal in the morning to get myself ready for the day and in the evening, a gratitude. And so I started doing that again this past weekend, but I find it's very similar to blogging where if I sit down and try to force myself to do it, it really does not feel right. And I really, it's not genuine, but yeah, when I sit down and try to force myself to write, it just doesn't work mentally for me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, right now, if you went upstairs, my pen, my two journals are right next to my bed. I mean, they're like on my bed, right? So I definitely have that process of, yes, I'm going to journal before I go to bed. I take it up. Yes, I will do it in the morning. So, you know, you can't be hard on yourself if that does not happen, but just know that, you know, the thoughts are there and the process are there, but keeping that positive energy. So, you know, you're, I love your podcast. And the reason I really want it to be on here is to let people understand why positivity, positive, being positive is so important, right? Why optimism is so important and how that really shifts people. So I'm going to give you an example, okay, for the audience. So people can go like and think about their credit score. Now, you can get a credit score of 300 and goes all the way up to eight. So we're going to say five is a magic number. 
And when you are above 500, you can have a car, you can get that house, you can get those loans, you can start your business. When you're below 500, it's like mm, you're not getting much of anything. You probably won't get a credit card. And there's a lot of other things that you're like, mm, you know, you're going to get flagged, right? So it's this, or like it's overwhelm and you're just like, can't understand why nothing's going right when you have that low score. That's the same thing with energy, positivity. So when you're positive over 50% of your day, you will see so many different opportunities and so much, you know, energy and people showing up and being nice to you. All these things start to show up differently and your awareness is in tuned. When your vibration and your energy is below 500, you feel like completely like your feet are in quicksand. Everything's overwhelming. Everything is just not going your way and you feel like you're the unluckiest person, but it's mostly the negative thoughts because everything that you think of is about something negative towards yourself. When you get over 500, it's more of a positive light and you start loving yourself. You start saying, I am lucky and you start thinking differently. So that's how I like to relate it to people so they can understand how important it is to be positive over 50% of the time instead of negative. Because we have over like 5,000 thoughts a day and most of them are negative towards ourselves. So if we can shift that thought process. Like when someone says, your hair looks so nice today, you say, oh my God, I didn't even comb it or do anything different. You need to say, oh my, thank you so much that made my day. So that difference is you're receiving a compliment and you're uplifting yourself instead of putting yourself down. So every time you have a negative thought about somebody saying something to you and you you know, saying to yourself something negative and that you're not worth it, you just dig a little hole deeper and deeper and deeper into the bad credit spot, right? <laughs> so that is my little gift. Oh, I love that analogy completely. And I have to circle back around to what you were saying about comparing as well, because all of this came to a head for me this past summer. I was below the 50% and I already knew I wanted to do positive productivity. I had already created the brand and everything, but I fell into this rut of comparing. And I've already written her an email and we laughed about it, but for any listeners who are familiar, it was, I was actually really jealous of Kim Raluna because she has these incredible launches and, and I just didn't understand how she has reached the level of success that she has in two years. And I've been at it for four and right. all at the same time, I shared my feelings of jealousy with a friend and told her what a low spot I was in. And she gave me some resources to listen to it, They were actually law of attraction, uh, Abraham Hicks seminar videos that are on YouTube. I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you look at my income statements through my invoicing software, prior to that shift is half of where my income has been since I made the shift. And she said, you are Kim, you are not Kimra. You need to start right. being proud of who you are and what you can do and find your own path and be happy and and that was another one of those aha uh -huh, bells ringing moments. And you are so right, though. I I got over the 500 credit score finally. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's funny because probably a lot of people question that, but she, Kimra does do a lot of Abraham Hicks. I'm actually in her course too, but she, I realized that she had did Todd Herman's 90 day year. So her foundation is totally on Todd Herman's foundation of what you need to get done. Right. And she really took it to a level of living fearless. Right. And she stood out because of her, I guess, non the non-fear, but knowing she deserved it, I guess. And that she has been online for a lot longer than what people imagined, you know. So some people think she did that. You think you're famous overnight in two years, when in reality, she's been online for like six. You know what I mean? There was a lot of legwork in there. Yeah. So a lot of people only see that, oh, I just noticed her. Okay. But they don't see the work behind it. Right. It's like you see a beautiful tree, but you don't realize how deep the roots are in the ground. Right. And how much of a foundation that they built, that tree has built to actually get to that process of where it is so it can like have fruit. Right. You know what I mean? So you definitely have to understand that. And it, it relates to everyone online. And But she's the one that's really open about what she makes. So I think more people are like, oh, my God, she did this in two years. When in reality, if you really knew her whole story, she's been blogging and, you know, doing vegan stuff for moms and, and a lot of stuff. And it's just about saying, I love her story. That's great. How can I, you know be able to change people's lives. That's what it comes down to. This is supposed to be an episode all about you, Carrie. But (laughs) for listeners, if you are not familiar, you can go and read more about Kimra at, I believe it's freedomhackers.com and that will be in the show notes. Carrie, we keep on referring back to Todd Herman. For listeners who aren't familiar, there will also be a link in the show notes to him and to his 90-day year program, depending on when you're listening, he is getting ready to launch, or actually, I believe he is launching today. Uh, we're at the end of November of 2016. He's launching the 90-day year program that's coming up. And there will be a link to the 90-day year program, which Carrie and I have both been through. And I don't know about you, Carrie, but it created awesome shifts in my business. I've never gotten so much done in one year as I did in this past year. Oh, I totally agree. And I think that if just more people took aligned actions, right? So aligned actions are when you feel something, you do it. You take that action. If you feel like you want to be on that TV show, you do it, right? You go, you apply. Don't wait for the right time. Just act. And this podcast is a result of 90 day year, even though it was in my head, I finally took the action and even just taking action to ask people to be guests or how you were mentioning earlier, putting yourself out there and trying to get into publications and pitching yourself. There's so much fear often associated with all those little actions, but there really doesn't need to be fear associated. What's the worst that's going to happen? You get no or not yet. I mean, personally, I'd rather receive a no or a not yet than never having asked in the first place. Yes, so true. If you just, what people do is like, oh, I want to get to A to Z. How about you just go from A and go right to Z? Just do it, right? All those little steps in between, people get stuck on, they procrastinate, and they don't move forward. 
you know, unless you have a funnel, of course, you're going to have to do some of the steps, but mostly you jump from A to Z. And the same can happen in relationships too. I mean, people want to find their dream spouse or the man that they're going to marry, but they don't do the courting and wait to find the perfect person. Yes, I know some of the listeners may be thinking, well, it's not out there. It is out there. <laughs> Give yourself that time and and don't jump in. Yeah, exactly. That is absolutely true. But do the do the little steps and for everything in your in your life. I mean, even cleaning your kitchen. If you just wash one coffee mug, you're a little bit closer to having a clean kitchen. <laughs> I know I'm there. <laughs> yeah, or like I, I learned this a long time ago. Before you go to bed, put away five things in your house and you feel so much better waking up. Oh my gosh. Have you, know? you heard of the fly lady? No. <laughs> okay. The fly lady, I became introduced to her when I was, when I had my first son. So 14 years ago, I consider myself to have been young when I had him, even though in the eyes I saw him, I might not have been so young. I was 23, but the fly lady teaches you how to just take little actions throughout the day to keep your house in order. My house is not in order most of the time, I have to admit, but that picking up five things, if I get up from my desk, I will always try to pick up five things that I see out of place. It might even just be taking a bowl and a mug off of my desk and picking up a piece of trash that I see. But with all the beings in my house, those little actions help prevent the chaos that could really be happening around here. Yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> or even just throwing the dirty laundry down the stairs so I don't have to see it. I mean, at least it's that much closer to the laundry room. Right. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Carrie, what are you working on right now that you would love to share with listeners? Sure. So I'm working on helping female heart-centered entrepreneurs step into their power, really own that space and say what their big vision is, but take that action and move into that process. So what we all like to do is say yes to everything instead of saying yes to ourselves. So we get pulled so thin that our energy is, it's, it's laid out in so many little tiny seeds. It's hard for that one big seed to grow because we haven't put enough energy into it. And when you put enough energy into your self-care, meaning a holistic mindset of where you need to be with your physical body and your mental body, I mean, your physical and mental right? So it's collaborating with your mind, body, and spirit. That really elevates you as a person. And all women are known for saying yes to everything, but giving, 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 and having a hard time receiving what they want, but receiving what they want from their self. So I like to explain it when the word integrity doesn't always mean integrity for what you say to other people, which it does, but it means what you say to yourself. So most people think, I really want to lose the weight. I really want to do this, but their actions are completely off. So aligned actions is if I really want to lose weight, I'm going to get up five minutes early and start walking around the neighborhood for five minutes. That five minutes turns into 20, you know, after 30 days after, but you're doing an aligned action that's making you move forward. So your momentum is picking up, right? 
And that's how it starts. You have to slowly walk into that process to get that momentum. But what happens is people, I really want to be an entrepreneur, but what they do is spend all of their time doing the complete opposite. So their minds, one energy is one way and their actions is completely different. So, you know, that's an inner conflict. When you get aligned actions, you merge the two. So when you have a thought, your action is completely lined up and that's letting you step into your purpose, step into your power. You start creating prosperity and also up-leveling your profit because you're in so you're in tuned with who you are. And it takes work from you depleting your energy. And that could be as just floating around on Facebook and answering all these people's questions. It's fine to help people, but you need to do it in a time spot. You don't need to be on there all day and then saying you got nothing done and you don't know why. We just need to be very cautious and aware of our time because it's very valuable. But the energy, right, that we're giving away. So you are actually giving your energy away or your power away every time you do something that is not aligned with your purpose. I have wasted so much time for that very reason. I was part of probably 180 Facebook groups. Really? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I have cut back so, so, so much. I think, and I know it still sounds like a lot, but I think I'm down to 20 now. But I have maybe two that I will focus my energy on. And those two have a specific day of the week where I'll go in to a specific thread that I know is coming. And I'll give feedback before I contribute. But yeah, you really need to concentrate your efforts and know where your yeses and nos are going. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. You're so welcome. Carrie, where can listeners find you online and connect and get to know more about you? Okay, so my website is 21st Century Blueprint.com. You could do 21ST or 21 and just Century Blueprint. They both take you there. There is a quiz on my website that helps you understand your first thoughts and understanding what you can change and get out of your 24 hours. And it helps you with your energy and understand what are you thinking? How are you thinking about yourself? What's that process feel like when I wake up or I ask myself these questions? Where's my mind going to? When you start understanding where your first thought is and being aware of that thought, then you can get back into, you can be more congruent with your process because you are really in tune to your awareness and understanding that this is my first thought. So if my mind is going here when I think this, I need to understand why it's doing this and really start to figure out, is that what I want? Is that what I want to feel? Is that how I see myself as? So that quiz is is really good for people just to understand, you know, where their mindset is, when what's their first reaction to their self as a person and, you know, how they're interacting in their day. I am putting a link to the quiz into the show notes as well as to your site. I am actually, as soon as you brought that up, I went over and I saw the first couple of questions. Wow. Those are some thought provoking questions and I can't wait to finish it because Well, I could spend time doing other things. I know this is a great use of my time for today. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And yes, and anything else, I think I'm on just like 21st Century or just Carrie Morgan, you can find me at. 
Fabulous. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for joining me on the Positive Productivity Podcast today. It's been awesome. Oh, you are so welcome. And please, everyone, please remember that self-love, self-discipline, and self-awareness is your three foundational strengths to building a powerhouse from the inside out. Hey there, this is Kim Sutton, host of the Positive Productivity Podcast. And I just want to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and were inspired, I would love to hear your feedback. Please take a moment or two and visit the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or on my website at thekimsutton.com to leave your rating or review. I'd also like to invite you to join the Positive Productivity Book Club and to find out more about my coaching packages by visiting thekimsutton.com. Until the next episode, I hope you have a positive and productive day.